Welcome back. This is Daniel. This is Jean, and this is a Panay podcast to magically disappoint your parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are here at the end of 2020. Um, we're, Finally. We're, I know. <laughs> you know how far. It seems like a really long year, um, but we are at our season finale. Daniel, thank you for joining me tonight. Um, it's been quite a year, and our um, two other co-hosts you know, have full plates. I mean, even, even just showing up today is pretty tasking itself, Daniel, wouldn't you say? Oh, oh yeah. And um, I think today too was a, a specially special day because I got to see Jean and Nicole in person. Yeah, that's... And um, I was like, <laughs> when was the last time I've seen these people in person? I know, I, I shaved my wizardly beard in time. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Um, it was such a treat. I mean, I don't know. I felt like a little extra because I was like, <laughs> you know, really high energy. It was it was super nice to see to see people again, though. It was super nice to see your apartment. It's really beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, Daniel, um, as tradition goes, will you tell us about our fan mail here? At of, of course. And, um, and again, thank you for all the fan mail that we get. And we love hearing from you. Um, for today's fan mail, we got it from at Cam Tots. Hopefully I'm, um, I'm saying that name correctly. Uh, AKA Camille. Um, wait, is this like Camille that we interviewed Camille? No, no, it's a different Camille. Different Camille. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyways, at Cam Tots says, it's official. My favorite podcast of 2020 is Bruja Baddies. <laughs> I discovered them late 2019 and still digging it. If you're looking for an intersectional podcast hosted by some serious feminist WOC baddies, then please listen. I've learned a lot and felt a lot thanks to these amazing episodes. Pick one, anyone, they're all so good. And that's so true because our, our episodes aren't necessarily connected to each other thematically but like they're all bunched up in there yeah how do you feel about that daniel um we have groupies i love Mm -hmm. it and um thank you for supporting us uh camille and also all our other fans for um for just you know like sharing your own experiences and what Mm -hmm. you've learned from um from us because we learn from you as well. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it's our one year anniversary at Cam Tots, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it's a uh, we've been running, I mean, not for our relationship, Cam Tots, because, because everyone's like, Gene's math's wrong. Anywho, um, yeah, I can't believe I mean, four co hosts in um, over 40 episodes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's been a long ride. Um, I'd like to check in with you, Daniel. I know we just saw each other earlier, but I'm sure there's much more going on during this holiday season, end of the semester as an educator. Um, mm-hmm. what's, what's new? What's good? Um, I am trying to unlearn how to be uh, addicted to stress Ooh. because um, this week was my week of just like not doing anything. And I was anxious because I wasn't doing anything. And I'm like, Oh, I know that feeling. What is, what is this? It doesn't make any sense. Um, it also doesn't help that um, my own mother mm-hmm. won't, um, won't even get the COVID test just to, just for, for the family and just for her to know that she is negative. She hasn't been showing any symptoms. Right. Um, but we do have, like my grandparents are living with my, my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so my mom's like around people who are, um, 
um, immunocompromised. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want you to know that you're negative. Like right. it's, it's not like just like a, it's a gut feeling. It's not a, like, I'm not showing any symptoms. I want uh, like a qualified medical person right. to, to give you a piece of paper that says COVID test negative. That's what I want. And right. I, I, I had to do teacher talk to her, which is like, Ooh. it's, it doesn't, make me feel good to, it doesn't make me feel good to do that. But also at the same time, I just want her to know how important it is for me to know that she knows that she is truly, truly medically negative. Right. Um, yeah. And thank you to my grandmother who was just like, because I was telling my mom, mom, just say that, yes, you will get the test. And she goes, maybe. And then my grandma in the background was just like, just get the test. And I'm like, thank you, grandma. Thank all you. The parenting. Ja- intergenerational parenting. Double, double time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about uh, you, Jean? How are you? Um, I've had this really wild story and I'm going to share it. Um, I really, I really like contemplate like sharing this or not, but it's kind of a full circle weird moment. Um, so I, ha- I, when I first moved out, <laughs> let me be honest. When I first got kicked out of my house in Lillian McCoy, um, I had a roommate who basically stole from me for three months, my clothes, um, my rent money. Um, it was a wild time. And um, I had just found out uh, maybe a little end of last week, she had passed away. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. And so like somebody prompted me um, over messaging was just like, you need to forgive her. And so her soul can rest in peace. And my first thought was like, I mean, I don't wish any more malice, but um, I'm just glad that people are safe from her because um, she had spent years and years scamming people um, after us in 2008 and before us too. So um, it's, it was a full circle moment because um, at the end of the day, I thought, but I'm the one who my life has gotten, has elevated since then. You know, I, I learned that um, (laughs) I learned a lot. I learned about trusting people who were fake. And I also learned like it, I, I don't, I didn't think I would ever survive that moment, but I thought to myself, well, I'm here in this home that I have and with a Christmas tree full of presents. Like, I mean, like, I don't have to keep that hustle that she kept going. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, um, and even to force me for forgiveness was kind of like um, a very uncomfortable thing um, by someone I wasn't even close to. Um, but I, I guess I'm just trying to say is that I, I never thought, I thought I would run into her again, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, but um, rest in peace to her, but at the same time, um, to all the people who have been hurt by her, um, and you probably can sense who I'm talking about, you can reach out to me if you need additional support, because um, it was a tough, tough time. So, um, yeah, 2018, um, here we are in 2020, so. So, side note, Jean, do you think that, like, like the stories that we've shared about like the people that we talked about is rooted in like Filipino-ness that like, mm. that like my mom's um, choice to not go to the hospital or like yes. to not get tested is like um, rooted in like shame. Yes. I think there's, I, I absolutely like shame. Um, there's, it's kind of like keeping up with the Joneses or like being Mayabang ish, not, not your mom, but like, for me, like that value of me being my Right, right. Yeah, that's really interesting and true because 
Um, <gasps> even if we live in westernization, westernization uh -huh. like these things still persist. Uh, what is the phrase that I'm saving face? Yeah, saving face. That's it. That's I think that that's where our stories connect is saving face. Right. And that ties in today's theme too because of our slight addiction to stress, saving <laughs> face in a different facet. But yeah, that's way to round that out. Friend. Right. That's how to keep you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. Our topic today, today's episode, um, is uh, 2020 burnt out mm -hmm. um, because. We all feel burned out. Um, 2020 has been a long year, and I feel like it was still, it's still February of 2020. And mm -hmm. surprise, it's Christmas time. Um, like, to give you like a timeline, I started teaching virtual in February. Yeah. And it's almost a full year of being at home. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I'm, like I've told my employer, I've told my supervisor, I've told my coach, I've to, like, there's like a bureaucratic, you know, <laughs> like um, a bureaucracy in like uh, in education, but I've told the people that like supervise me that I am burnt out. And a lot of them are just like, well, thank you for your hard work. And I was like, I'm doing this work because I have to. Right. Um, so don't sugarcoat it as me being a hard worker when you are truly burning me out. Like I am at the very end of the wick. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. And you have a large threshold. I, like from knowing you, you've had a, you have a large, so if you're at the end. Yeah, like, <laughs> I know. Pushing it. My partner too was just like, babe, you have to just like relax. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I, don't I know. really don't know. And also like being a, um, a person of color. Mm -hmm. And I was like trying to like, I was trying to figure this out and I thought it was going kind of like, like this doesn't make any sense. But then like it was making a lot of sense to me that like being mm. a person of color, um, we always have to like prove ourselves in our workspaces. Yeah. But, like our, our um, perspective on burnt out or being burned out is different from like non-POC people's perspective. Right. Out. What do you think? Oh, I mean, this is just heavy already. <laughs> you know, it's, really, it's heavy. Um, I mean, even in the workspace, like dealing with my interns are all POC and whatnot. And um, sometimes I get emails from administrators, you know, white administrators at night at like 10 p.m. midnight. And um, I'm just kind of like, I mean, I don't know when anyone expects me, uh, when these eyes should be awake. So I, I, and then incorporating grief and stress into the workplace and into mm -hmm. my home life and into protecting myself and not protecting myself. Um, I just feel like wherever you are um, in terms of this episode, um, yeah, I think we've all reached some kind of maximum capacity um, in 2020, um, whether that's zooming your eyes out or like waking up late or, yeah, I just, I'm <laughs> just tired trying to get through that question. That you're yeah. Just, like, um, and it's, it's been a, like, truly long year. <laughs> and um, I wouldn't even yeah. say, like, a lonely year, too. Yes, yes. Um, like, even though, like, I, even though I get to, quote, quote, see my students when they're just, in fact, just, like, a black square uh -huh. with their name on it, like, I'm not making any, like, I'm not making as deep connections as I 
have when it's in person. I haven't no. seen my coworkers. Like I haven't, I haven't gone out to like do stuff. Like it's been a truly lonely year, but also a very reflective year. Yes, yes, yes. A very, very. I mean, that's where I can feel a little. Uh, like I can grieve a little bit about that. I'm yeah. learning, learning um, about codependency and trauma bonding with friends and whatnot, and. I'm learning to let those things go um, in a very healthy detox way Yeah. Um, from that, from having my own company. So yeah, you're right about that. And we'll dive into that too. Detoxifying. I like that. Yes, detox good. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um, perhaps that may be our um, coming back episode. So <gasps> what have we learned from this year so far? You know, we've touched upon the detoxing, but what else would you like to add to that? Um, for me, uh, work-life balance, mm-hmm. um, especially like during the virtual instruction, I had to really separate my home office and my home. Mm, that's so hard. It's yeah. It's like, I mean, like, I mean, you came into my apartment today. You saw that my yeah. office was in my kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, it was truly difficult to separate those things because sometimes you know like I'm hungry I'm gonna go grab a snack or Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like oh I'm gonna I'm cooking right now I shouldn't like I'm not even gonna look at the computer like those Mm -hmm. two things are so uh, separate and also it's difficult to um like spend time with my partner when Mm -hmm. um when he's like when he gets home from work and sometimes I'm still on the computer like lesson planning and I'm like this shouldn't it is truly 7 30 p.m i shouldn't be right. doing this um, oh my gosh that speaks to me so much um and then i also learned so i learned work-life balance it's not at 100 percent yet but i'm getting mm-hmm. getting better and finding ways um self-respect mm-hmm. uh because sometimes um work just like manipulates you to do right. certain things and i'm like mm, no um, I have more respect for myself than that. Um, right. And also, like, with my, like, conversations with friends, too, like, sometimes um, it becomes, like, a ranting session or a venting session where mm-hmm. I'm just, like, I'm already stressed out, too, so I'm just not going to answer your phone call. Right. Or, like, or, like, Same. Same. or, or when you're, um, when you're venting to me and you just want me to like give you like platitudes, I'm just yeah. like, no, I'm going to tell you the truth right now because you know, you are manipulating yourself into thinking this way when you know that this is the correct way to do it. Right. Um, wow. But also in, a, in, in another, and I guess like in another um, way to look at it, consideration of others um, where like I try to, um, think about like what other people are feeling because I mean like it's been a tough year yeah and um I don't want to let people down but sometimes that's what you kind of have to do right right it's like I respect myself I'm not going to put more emotional burden uh on myself from you mm-hmm. but I'm just going to eliminate that that's or like fair. even prevent it right Wow. Um, I, speaking me on all levels, like the whole late night, knowing not when to clock out and um, inviting chaos into your own sense of like de-stressing and 
weaving, you know, into that right. cycle is really tough. Um, so, I mean, for me, what I've learned this year, you know, I have really confronted 33 full on with, I mean, yes, the looming pandemic and actually having COVID and then like, you know, on top of blood pressure problems, on top mm -hmm. of anxiety attacks. And I was like, I literally have one life, one, one. And I was like, I cannot go out this way, whether it be COVID or blood pressure or in my anxiety. Like I was like, I had to like really, really like spend a morning routine of just do not get on this device, mm -hmm. meditate, eat that fucking breakfast, take a fucking shower. Like instead of just like, okay, oh, I got notifications on my phone. Okay, now I'm on my laptop. Um, I literally um, am still in my pajamas that I, these people need me. Like this sense of they don't need me. Like they too are, I've also learned are responding to me in their own stress and grief. And if I keep feeding into that cycle, I was like, I will kill myself. Like, mm -hmm. um, absolutely. So um, yeah, I, this, this is, um, this is, this, these are things I'm thankful for in 2020 for sure. Um, so, you know, really diving into that whole learning aspect. Um, I really wanted to break that down into like three categories and stuff. And so Daniel, um, kick it off. Right. So our first question um, is, uh, what do you think or what have you learned about fans and fan interactions on the show? Um, so I am absolutely grateful that, you know, the fans that came on the show, um, y'all, it's like you've always been here on BB, not just listening, mm -hmm. but like, it wasn't like you ever came in with hesitation. Like, I like that, um, you know, we try to come into the show, showing up into the space with our full selves. And all of you did, you know, Camille, um, Jose, and Rhea, and Diana, you know, um, just a plethora of you. Uh, it, I, like, y'all can really carry on the show even beyond us and so um, I'm really thankful for that space of you and you know Kayleen, Keith and whatnot. Um, thank you so much. I'm sorry if I missed a name but you know you really really make the show and um, yeah and the letters like you know mm -hmm. I'm always shocked when people write something because you know in a world where we kind of just use letters just to like make a point to really write and a, a post means a great deal so yeah that's what I learned is I'm not alone right what about you Daniel um it was there our fans are very nice and very like wonderful like simply wonderful people and it's nice to have that support from afar mm -hmm. um especially during the times of like just being isolated mm -hmm. it's nice to hear from like from people saying that like Oh, we, we love, uh, we love listening to your podcasts. Um, because I, I mean, we do this for not just for us, but also mm -hmm. for you. Right, um, definitely. Because we definitely know that like in the Filipino community, like we don't talk <laughs> a lot of shit. And now's our chance for us to be able to talk a lot of shit. Hashtag saving face. <laughs> um, and then also, I've been thinking about this too, like, uh, like you listed off all of the names of our guests and mm. names of like our fans, like, we're a couple million. Yeah. Yes. You're in this for life. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're in the Barcada forever. <laughs> um, and no regrets about that. Um, so I wanted to ask, what have we learned 
um, with the conversations we've had as co-hosts and the friendship that has kind of really immersed itself on the show. What, what do you think, Danny? Um, I feel like we're all in like same wavelengths on a mm. lot of different things. And it's, um, and like I wrote this in the notes, but like, I feel like y'all are my kapatids, mm-hmm. my siblings. Um, I mean, growing up as like the oldest kid, um, I had like the most responsibility. So I was just like always stressed out. But now that I have right. like people to like look up to, I'm just like, I have a support system, mm-hmm. my cheerleaders. Um, and I wrote down too that you, that y'all are my roots in like Las Vegas. Yeah. Oh, um, I love you so much. And I mean, <clears throat> and also like, it's just, it's just nice to know that there are people that are going to like that have made the foundation for you in that one location. Yeah. Like wherever I go, and and I know like this sounds like so metaphorical, but like, yes, you are my roots, but wherever I go, like my roots will still be there. Yes. Like detachable roots. Right. I hear that. Um, yeah, for, for me, you know, one of my favorite moments was hearing you and Rose um, do the educator episode because I was like, when I, you know, a lot of projects I've been part of, it's like, well, it dies if Jean's not part of it, right? And so um, me and Rose took a risk bringing you and Nicole on and it has only paid off, you know, it only has been able to give me or Rose a space to also heal and to also um, just find the colleagues on the level of like, carrying the community in a way where it's like I'm not just a savior right like this is a shared task and um in these conversations and so I just am so freaking grateful like y'all really carried it and like I just love you all so much and I know um Rose is out there feeling the same way you know because we were at a we were at a point where like yeah we were carrying a lot like you know Rose just graduated um I was starting a new position Rose was starting a new position and then Y'all, Nicole and Daniel just like came seamlessly in and like, you know, I see that, you know, like maybe there'll be another cast member. Who freaking knows? I, but I'm so optimistic because of, of you two. So that's what I learned. Oh, thank you, Jean. Thank you, Rose and Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've, we've talked a lot <laughs> of different things. <laughs> we've like, we have there's a whole catalog of things that we have already talked about and a whole lot more, a whole lot more to, to talk about. Yeah. Um, so what have you learned about um, our, the topics and conversations that were covered? You know, I, you know, as a straight person, I, there's a lot of things I didn't know about like queerness and the queer community. Um, I like the online dating was very new for me um, and whatnot. And, the safety measures that y'all both, you know, propose and stuff, or just even, just even like how our relationships kind of mirror each other, even if I'm straight and you're queer or, you know, or they're different. And so like, I am so thankful that, you know, even with a side that I can't understand and see that I'm here to come in with an open mind and like really like learn that I don't know everything, even though I want to know everything. Sometimes it's okay to just sit and listen. So that's what I learned from our conversations. What about you, Daniel? Um, to jump, to jump off of like what you just shared, that like you don't know everything, that you like there's still a space, there's just still something for you to learn. Like the things that 
we talked about and shared with with everyone are still still things that we're like working on Mm, Um, I think that's like important to like to note too because um just because we've talked about it doesn't mean that that's the final period point yes um and it's like a long journey not everything is going to be okay Mm -hmm. um I I mean like I haven't started like my my like the cultural awakening until I moved to Las Vegas which like I again I still like owe to you to Mm -hmm. you all um and like I fucked up a lot mm-hmm. um, regarding the topics and conversations that we've we've covered, um, mm-hmm. but like messing up is part of the process. That's how you learn. Um, yeah. And stop being my yabang about it, me, because I, I like I need to grow. Yeah, it's important. You, yeah, you you raised a really good point that on BB um, we give the grace to learn um, whether. I mean, yes, yes, uh, we joke about the Google search, but there is a grace to learn. And, <laughs> um, so thankfully you um, do it on our airwaves. Um, so, you know, thinking about with only about a week, a week and a half left in 2020, what are your plans for yourself in 2021? Um, number one, save a lot of money mm-hmm. because uh, the loan freeze are <laughs> gonna stop at the end of January. Wow, so I didn't know to, that. What was that? I didn't know that. Yeah, there. Um, so like, no one has to pay like loans until the end of January. So, what? so now I have to pay loans again. Um, I want to be like better to myself, um, my family, my friends, my boyfriend, my kid, my mm-hmm. cat. Um, because I mean, like, isn't that like? isn't that just like the best thing to do? Just be better at something. Mm-hmm. Be better for someone. Yeah. Um, so like, at least like for me to be better for myself, I want to get back into running. Um, oh, okay. I am going to start applying for higher ed positions and library okay. classes. I might be one of your English instructors at a community college because hey. we're going to try. Um, yes. I'm doing this challenge called the read harder challenge where um, like a, a, a website called, I think it's called book riot. Um, they compile like a list of, um, of like topics like to read. Um, and this year is like very, very diverse. Like one of them was just like read um, a book about LGBTQ history um, read wow. an own voices book with a, a YA book with a black character, but it's not about black pain. And I'm like, yo, diverse. Yeah. Um, so I have like a list of like 50 books to read. Um, mm-hmm. So that's going to be my list. And then also keep detoxifying from social media because mm-hmm. I truly don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. And I can really tell the difference um, in you versus other friends who just who constantly send me like just just trending news that is kind of vapid and so you were not one of those friends and I am very thankful for for you <laughs> for you giving giving me room not to you know because sometimes you can even log off the internet and somebody will still send you um some TikTok or something you know what I mean right um for me my plans for 2021 I made a, a vision board I've been I'm not gonna wait till the new year I was just like you know why not now like why can't I just do this now um but I I definitely am journaling more um from my budget to my health I take yes. a breath every morning 
I hydrate, I try to drink that 64 ounces, um, which is really, somebody made a joke. Let me stay here in this point. Somebody made a joke at a meeting because I was like really like pumped, you know? And they're like, wow, I mean, she must have gotten um, large amounts of coffee. And I mean, at first I was kind of like, after me, I felt kind of funny about it because I was like, no, I haven't had coffee in like three months. But I was just like, but that was water. Water did that for me. So um, yeah, you know, um, maybe you don't need those coffee beans. But I know, I know <laughs> coffee's hard to quit. I, you know, not that I'm telling anyone. And then two recipes, because let's be honest, I'm a terrible cook. Um, but I now make a mean um, eggplant lasagna, so yes. baby steps. Um, and then I'm also looking, you know, like I said, one life, right? And we're aging. Now, you know, um, I think about people who are currently in my life that are really a blessing, like the people here on DB and just like aging family members. And so I really do want to visit my um, Lola in the Philippines and I want to be um, fluent in Tagalog. So when she does um, FaceTime with my mom, I try to say something like, Magina, you know, like, I just like, I'm just trying to be, um, to show that I am making the effort um, to be fluent. And so we can finally really connect on a real level. Um, and then, yeah, just, you know, they're my goals. My, the impact belongs to me. And I don't think anyone can take that away from me. You know, people think I must be like shooting for the moon here. But you know what? I'm putting it out there. And I think that energy is worth it. Yes. I, oh, I, I love that journey. <laughs> I love that journey for you. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> um, so now's the time at our, uh, <laughs> our episode where we give you recommendations. Yo. Um, Jean, you want to set us off? Three recommendations. Okay, so number, numero uno, don't succumb to gift, pre- mm. gift pressure. Um, I want to say holiday cards say a lot. Like, you love them enough to go to the post office. Even if it's like buying the stamps, getting getting in that kind of like crowded area i mean don't think that's any less love because it is a card so um that's my number one recommendation um number two re-gifting is not a crime Mm -hmm. i mean in a world do we need to keep reproducing things like some things you get have a better home with friends and whatnot and the thing is re-gifting its way four times in a row it will find a damn home so um that is not a crime and number three if you got nothing to give, you can gift kindness and support for sure. You know, an affirmation, a text message to say hello, those are not, um, those still hold value in a world that is with this pandemic, you know, and so mm-hmm. real friends can sense and recognize financial hardship in 2020, you know, like let's keep the bar low. Yes, <laughs> especially that last part. Thank you, yes. And like when, when my friends just like, oh, I don't know what to get you. And I'm like, you don't have to get me anything, girl. Yeah. Like, you being my friend is enough. Yeah. Like, the same with, like, my, like, my partner, too. It's just like, babe, I, you got me this and this. And I'm like, because I want to. Yes. Like, right. that's my way of, that's one of the ways of me showing love to you. Right. I mean, and, there are real things happening, evictions right. and whatnot. Right. So I'm just like, like you being alive is more than enough. A. I have so many snaps for you. <laughs> um, for me, my three recommendations. Number one, um, putting a sleep timer on your TV if you have the capabilities to. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, sometimes you just want to like lay down, mm-hmm. close your eyes, have some noise in the background, but not really pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. And 
and just like fall asleep. Like that's how I've been sleeping for the past like month. I've just right. like my boyfriend and I would just put a sleep timer on the TV. And sometimes we would talk and literally just be like, all right, good night. And like, we'd still hear like criminal minds in the background or something. Hey, and that's just, really smart. That's really smart because there's apps that are just of people talking, but yeah. people do sleep cast. But you have given a very tangible no app idea. So that's good. That's good. I mean, shit. Netflix does that already where it's like, are you, are you still watching? But like, now I'm like, no, I'm not watching at all. I'm just listening. So I'm going to put the timer on the TV. Mm, um, so that's that. one. Number two, um, listening to classical piano music mm-hmm. to calm your nerves and to block intrusive thoughts. I love um, that. I think my intrusive thoughts are like starting to come back because it's dark at 6 a.m. And then yeah. it's dark at 5 p.m. Hashtag depressing. Um, so I think if seasonal affective disorder is affecting you, try to figure out a way to get out of it yeah um and my way of getting out of it is listening to classical piano music um because um as a musician like whenever i hear music i see music Mm. but then nothing else enters that's cool if my my if my boyfriend talks to me while i'm listening to music it doesn't we don't have a conversation (laughs) because i'm just like blocking him out and i'm like listening to music and then lastly um, I'm going to teach a phrase for everyone to know um, in Tagalog it's bongang bonga oh I love that bonga um, bonga yes so if someone asks you a question that talks that asks like the quality of something like how are you let's say like um, or how's this new TV show or like oh what do you think of my my leche flan just say bongang bonga. I love it. Um, because you know, you gotta end the year with a bang. Hey, <laughs> you are so full of gems. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I just imagine listeners don't even know what that means, and they're just gonna be like, it's gonna get viral. It's gonna show up on TikTok, oh my, and you know, and you won't even know because you won't even know on social media. I can't get. I can't wait to get fan mail that would be like, wow, bruha baddies. <laughs> BB is bongang bonga, BB. <laughs> oh, Daniel, always giving the world so many ideas. We are, um, I am just making me smile at the end of the year. Um, any last thing to say to our brujas, brujexes listening out there um, before we return for season three on January 17th? Um, I just wanted to wish all our bongang bonga, bruja, barcada baddies uh happy holidays and stay safe yes Um, and may your days be merry and bright oh um (laughs) hey if you uh, you know the last thing i have to say is if the holidays are hard for you and you can't stand um family you know what just pop in some headphones and you got your cup familia here yeah um just (laughs) loving you sending love um write us while we're off the air if you want, we'll be here. Um, this is Jean. This is Daniel. And we are a Panay podcast to magically disappoint your parents and 2020. <laughs> Bonga! Bonga! Bonga!